Hi, it's David Pullman with the hot button number 66, New Year's resolutions number four. Fiend, it's over. The final countdown. So let's go to Sony. Do you remember that Sony was once the leader in home entertainment? Cutting edge, high flyers. It was only 15 years ago, and Ben Feingold was the Icarus of the moment. Well, things change, and they change faster than people realize. Tom Rothman is about to celebrate seven years of the studio in Culver, not Century City. It's been an interesting run. He had a shaky start with a lead-in from TriStar, which was interesting but not successful. And then there was Pascal's Spider-Man, which he got the benefit of, by Spider-Man Homecoming, to Jumanji, to Venom. Rinse and repeat. Add Little Women, Baby Driver, Bad Boys Reboot, post-Harvey Tarantino, and Peter Rabbit. You know, it ends up being about an average of two pre-COVID hits, big hits every year, which will pretty much keep anybody in their job. Is Sony Pictures edgy and cool? No. Is it stable and successful? Yeah. And you know the old joke about how many psychiatrists it takes to change a light bulb? Just one, but the light bulb has to want to change. Sony has sold off its pay one window to Netflix for the next five years. Then they sold the next streaming window after pay one to Disney Plus and Hulu. Seinfeld, the jewel of the TV crown at the creepy library at sony is also at netflix also for about five years almost the same time point is sony is pretty much on lockdown for the next five years plus they have set up a near future in which they can focus on making and releasing movies and television shows knowing that the revenue streams ahead for more than five years beyond theatrical and single unit vdod are there and how much they are tony vinicara has taken the target off the back of the company for at least a few years. I mean, anything could happen, but these primary assets are not unencumbered. They're not a great target. They don't really have a full, very full 2022. They have four franchises, franchise-ish pictures and four or five of the kind of movies that no one makes anymore. Matilda is going to Netflix, except in the UK, where it'll apparently get a full release by Sony. Sony's real resolution for 2022 can only really be do what you do as well as possible. Enjoy the cocoon. Now on to Warner Media Discovery. Ah, the most elusive resolution of the year. Current leadership represented by Mr. Kylar continues to see the success of Project Popcorn, selling it to friends in the media who've never met a follow-up question they won't let get bulldozered by a charming, very wealthy CEO who makes whirling dervishes seem sedate. But by the summer, there's going to be a new boss in Burbank. Still, let's not get ahead of ourselves. The year in theatrical at HBO Max is a steady diet of pre-chewed IP. Aside from a Soderbergh film currently set for HBO Max, a sci-fi comedy romance called Moonshot, and an Olivia Wilde set movie set for release in September, it's Batman, Harry Potter, DC Super Pets, Elvis, The Rock as Black Adam, Salem's Lot again, House Party again, The Flash, Creed, and Aquaman. If you're looking for originality, you're in the wrong place. New series heading to HBO, HBO Max, about to a month. The superstar they pray is House of the Dragon. There's a bunch of animation, a few foreign language efforts, pairings like Destin Daniel Creedon and Michael Mann that excite people like me and may actually launch on HBO Max. The Pretty Little Liars franchise moves into streaming, which will make the question of how raunchy it can now be very interesting. <laughs> There is a pirate comedy with Taika Waititi, a Julia Child life story series, the return of Tiny Toon Adventure, well, Tiny Toons, Boondocks, and Gremlins to boot. The TV lineup is a lot more adventurous, actually, than the movie lineup, but give them time, they'll pare it down. 
If I were to offer a resolution to the current team at Warner Media, the top item would be to work out the tech on the HBO Max website. It's not just people being demanding. The app seems to be pretty buggy for a lot of people. Just the other night, people trying to watch the season premiere of Euphoria were fighting the app for anywhere between 15 minutes and an hour to get the show to launch. Next on the list, stop trying to win the last war. Project Popcorn was a mistake. You feel otherwise, great. But don't drag the future of the company down by trying to prove that it was a great success. Remember, Project Popcorn was one, only one of the major investments in HBO Max. There were also HBO hits. And for much of America, the pricing on HBO, with or without Max, was significantly decreased when it went down to $15 a month. And there were expensive library buys, like Friends, and the special that it took so long to make, and all kinds of other series. I'm not here to say that adding 2 million subs a month for the last year was a failure. But was it an extraordinary result? Because it would have to be to be considered a success. There won't be any major changes within the Warner's ecosystem, really, I don't expect, before Mr. Zaslav lands. But when he lands, the list of resolutions gets thicker. It's a long list. One, change the name from HBO Max. HBO is a great asset, but using it as the brand limits the perception of the overall product, which is a lot more than HBO. Two, go back to the classic WB Shield. The home entertainment blue shield looks cheap and gaudy. Let to Three, let Toby Emmerich oversee the repeating IP of the studio if you like, but hire someone who is a more serious movie person to ramp up the indie-level film effort. If one out of five of these films ends up going theatrical, fine, but there are a bunch of really interesting filmmakers who are suffering in the indie crunch who can deliver really interesting product at really low spends compared to your norm, and for a company that wants a really healthy streaming business, 20 films for $200 million makes sense in place of another $200 million tentpole wannabe. Warners can look like a leader and a trendsetter. Four, everybody with a brain knows that the international markets is where the money is going to be in the future of streaming. Obsess on this, especially in the discovery programming or programming area. Food of the world, houses flip everywhere. How does the rest of the world live? What can they teach Americans? What can Americans teach them? This is your opportunity. Number five, I gather a lot of the good programmers from HBO Go, HBO Now left for Discovery. So now I guess they're back. Fix the hell out of your interfaces. These are the offensive linemen of the industry. No one notices them until there's a problem. No one should ever have to think about whether your apps will work. Ever. Six, take the theatrical business seriously. You are in the business of entertaining people. Don't throw away any of your platforms. Seven, Get a copy of the Animatrix. This should be your template for IP. The stuff that works can be in inter interpreted more ways, more often, and still hold up. What is Shazam giving you that isn't part isn't part of the rest of your DC universe? And can it ever be as powerful as the, your core of DC characters? There are many ways to experiment with the audience without spending $200 million a movie. Number eight, make Wall Street come to you, not the other way around. Don't get caught up in the obsessive chase for market heroism. Obviously, if you're failing, you're in danger. But slow and steady is a much more realistic path. International expansion will be a good story for a few years. Use it as cover to build what you really want to build. Measure in years, not quarters. Nine, consider some strategic acquisitions, but also consider selling your business as a narrower idea than everything for everybody. The advantage of Warner's, the Warner's catalog is that the, it has depth, that neither Disney nor Netflix can deliver from within. Flex those muscles. Explain to people clearly why you are a must-carry. 10. This industry is like a shark. Stop swimming and you'll suffocate. 
and you have to convince everyone that you're moving in a direction purposefully. And you need to be able to explain that in a way that can be heard twice and then repeated ad nauseum. Getting subs is life, yes. But that is not a goal that anybody buying your product really cares about. TV caught up with HBO. So what's next? Easy for me to write, but those are my lovely propositions for the next year. My New Year's resolutions. Until tomorrow.